The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. (laughs) I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. And, and... Andy Fa- to his friends. Andy to his friends. Falling one and a half feet off of my brother's back has broken every bone in my body, apparently. Yeah, I, uh, I chose to run around the backstage to make a second entrance from stage right, and I'm exhausted. Yeah, mistakes. <laughs> what was, was I thinking? Foolhardy. Uh, we have had a lovely time in your beautiful setting. <laughs> Can I say, everyone has been so nice. Uh... Makes all the other cities in California look like big old stink holes. Unless, of course, you're from those okay. cities, right. in which case, we love those too. We, we had a very exciting today. I, I fulfilled a, a nigh lifelong dream of going to the Winchester Mystery House. A thing I've wanted to do since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. And it's a thing I've wanted to do since about 10 a.m. So, yeah. We ran into about 70% of you while we were there. It's not very surprising. Yeah. I will say there were a couple things that did disappoint. Uh. Sorry, minor things. The door to nowhere, it went outside. Yeah. That's That's a place. That's a where. That's a place. Not a good way. You wouldn't want to do it. But it wasn't just a void, which is what I had hoped. Um, yeah. The Winchester House, if you don't know, was uh, created by Sarah Winchester, an heir to the Winchester fortune. Who? This is for the folks at home. Y'all know what the fuck's up. Yeah, you know what's up. But like later, I don't want people to be lost, who thought perhaps that the ghosts of people that were shot by Winchester rifles were haunting her, so she built a buckwild house. I like to think she'd be a big fan of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love anybody that's like... I think I got a ghost problem, and I think what I'm going to do is make a maze <laughs> for the ghost. So, that, so yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild house where ghosts are supposed to go in a room and be like, where the fuck am Come I? On. I was supposed to haunt that lady, but I am all turned around. There's a window into another room. I'm just going to go. I'm yeah. going to go through there. Yeah, there. Yahoo Answers user XO Sarah OX uh, asks, I think I'm going to build a maze for the ghosts. I will also say, though, at the beginning of the tour, another thing I wasn't expecting is the tour guide to say, like, now, she didn't keep a diary or anything, so we don't know exactly why she built the house like this. We have some theories, and it's ghosts. And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on. She might have just been real eccentric. Yeah. Because I think about this, if I had as much money as she did, I might also say, put a door there. Ha, ha, ha. 
I don't care. Whatever. There are these, um, if, if you've never been, you should go. But if you've never been, there are these um, stairs. They're called switchback stairs. And they have like, uh, they're very low rise, right? So it's like, it's hugely disorienting. Each step's like a one to two inch rise, right? So you're climbing the stairs. And they, the, the guide is like, and be careful on this, this staircase because it's unlike any you've ever been on. And it's extremely low stairs. And so we're climbing up them and like, whoa. Ooh, this ooh, is the first ooh. thing you do. And you're like, whoa, this is oh, so. Oh, it's so narrow. All so, the steps are so, so small. So weird. Oh. What a weird house. Then you get to the top and the guide's like, now, she had those built because of her terrible arthritis. She couldn't lift her feet up. And it's like, okay, there's zero mysterious about that. Yeah. And now, you definitely misled me into dunking on these wild stairs at downstairs. And now you're upstairs. You're like, hey, monsters? She needed them. They were prescription stairs. <laughs> there, there was... There was I appreciated at the very, about halfway through, uh, our guide pointed to this picture of some of the workers on the house and said, uh, these are some of the spirits that live here. And in fact, the one on the far right, this, this dude in overalls with a fine mustache, uh, as every gentleman in the photo did actually. Even the of, child in the photo the child had, a had a mustache. Said uh, people see him on the grounds all the time. And uh, if you keep an eye out, you may see him too. Which I thought was a coded message to mean we have hired an actor to jump out of a closet like a fucking temple guard from Legends of the Hidden Temple and give you a good spook. And so every other room we went in, I was just like, yeah. Didn't happen. Uh, there was also uh, kind of a throwaway line from the tour guide. Where the tour guide said, uh, these, this is uh, the third floor, uh, would have been the servants' quarters or extra storage. That's shitty. Whoa, hold on. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna need your bedroom. <laughs> she bought some extra Christmas ornaments this yeah. year. Aww. Oh, man. Uh, so, this is an advice show, as you certainly guessed by now. Uh, if you've never listened to our program before, we take your questions and turn them alchemy like into wisdom. Uh, we have some questions here from the audience. We have some questions from the Yahoo Answer Service. Uh, and later on in the show, we're going to be some, getting some questions from you, which you have submitted so kindly via email. Thank you for doing that. All right. So, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Riddle me, peace boy. No, fuck <laughs> off. Supposed to lead with That's a it? fucking yeah. combo breaker. But you see, Riddle Me Piss only takes 30 seconds. So I did I wanted to get it right out of the way. Just a nice little warm but up. That would be a delightful vine to swing to when energy has lulled. Nope. No, I'm gonna do it right now, boys. Oh god. In my hometown of San Jose. Not Travis's. Remember, it's the character. The riddle master the is. The riddle from master San Jose. is from San Jose. I'm so glad to be back. Home. Now, boys, let me give you a real brain twister. This, of course, from riddles.com. Of course. Riddle. Avoid me, and you'll live. Look at me, and you'll die. Who am I? <laughs> oh. Oh, Riddle Master's feeling flirty tonight. Yeah, I love this. Real saucy pink. Feeling cute, might delete later. <laughs> Charlie Schiegel. Um, if you look, if you avoid it, you live. Avoid me, and you live. Both of those sentences say the same fucking thing. Look at me, and you'll die. Who am I? The s 
I was going to say the sun. I, I was also thinking the sun. Oh, a good sun. guess. That's probably not the sun. Do you want to know the answer? Yeah. I guess. Avoid me and you'll live. Look at me and you'll die. Who am I? Answer, the bird box monster. <laughs> Yeah. That's the, that's the plot of that movie, sure. You fucking tickle fairy. That's really good. Uh. <laughs> Holy shit. You are a goon. Oh, All right. man. Wow. Thank you, Riddle Woo, Master. Thanks, Riddle Master. Yeah, he got us again. Anyway, so here's questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. This happens sometimes when we record at home. Y'all don't usually see how much I cut out of Justin's just aftershocks. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> All right. Oh man. <laughs> it would be like it would be like if the riddle was like one of my hands is a glove, and my nails are long metal. And it's like, who am I? I'm Freddy Krueger. You know, remember? Yes. The monster from the movies. Yes. Uh, I was down to... <laughs> I'm going to get it together. Y'all paid a lot for these tickets. Um, uh, I was downtown a few weeks ago with my boyfriend. As I was walking, a tall man shuffled past us going the other direction. He, I have a stitch. Um, he bumped into me and mumbled... Give me all your money. I made quick eye contact and kept going. He didn't even stop to take the money. Did I get mugged? And that's from Slightly Shell-Shocked in Santa Cruz. Are, Are you, you here? here? Oh, wait, hold on. You're not 60 people. <laughs> Well, unless this dude has been, like, running this grift all over, Oh, right? damn. Okay, one voice. Are you here? Okay. Thank you. Okay. I, I, like, I like the question of, did I get mugged? Because if someone, like, pointed a knife at me and said, give me all your money, and then they were somehow thwarted by a passerby, and I didn't actually hand over the money, I would still say I was mugged. Of yeah. Course. I don't know how far you can walk that back right. before it stops being a mugger. That's like, that's like set, seeing someone get mugged and be like, that could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was there just a second ago. I, I could have gotten mugged that way. Oh, as, as he shuffled past, was he like, give me all your money? No? Okay. <laughs> totally I, cool. I, get I mean, it. You, in his defense, you got to try. <laughs> if you don't ask for so, all of someone's money, how are you ever going to get all of someone's money? Yeah. yeah. It's easier to ask for the money than it is for permission. Okay. <laughs> he, he walked out of the chip and said, oh, I forgot to give him my bank ah, account info. Shoot. Ah, Dang it. I was going to make a plan to meet him here again tomorrow here's with a, all their money. Here's my mailing address. Give me a cashier's check for all your money. Send it to my house. 
<laughs> Maybe th this is a new strat, new speedrun strat, just casting a wide net, and if they don't sort of instantly <laughs> acquiesce, then you keep on going to the next fishy in the money pond. Maybe he was just workshopping his delivery. Give me all your money. Give me all your money. Oh, maybe he Give is me an actor. all your money. Maybe he is an actor, and he's just walking down the street pretending to be. Give, give me your money. Yeah. Hey, can I have your money? No, that's, no, that's, no, that's no, too no, passive. Not forceful enough. You know, I don't think you could, as to the question of whether you got mugged, I don't think you could report this to the cops. Like, I don't know what that, you would... That is a good line. I don't know what you would say. Like, well, then what happened? I walked away? Like... Did if, he chase you? No, he, he kept walking. He asked, he asked you to do something, and then you didn't, and that was the end of the exchange. Like, if the Beach Boys are like, everybody put your hands in the air, and you don't, they don't arrest the Beach Boys. <laughs> No crime has been committed there. Um, to be fair, I also think, though, but to carry that forward, if I stopped you on the street and get, give me all your money, and you said, Travis? But uh, assuming we don't know each other, I said, give me all your money, and you were like, no. And at that moment, a cop walked up and said, what's happening here? I don't think I could say, ah, <laughs> but you see, no money exchange <laughs> A <fans>. technicality. <laughs> it's fine, officer. And so you see, it's called the gentleman's mugging. Yes. You'll find the knife never left my pocket, so <laughs> I'll be on my way. <laughs> Double uh, jeopardy. That's not <laughs> what that means. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, Griffin, edit this in at the beginning later. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. That sounds really scary. I'm sorry you went through that. <laughs> so just put that in at the I beginning. Will, yeah, and then sure. like, and is it okay if we joke about that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go sure. Go for it. All right, I got a Yahoo here from Roy. Uh, it's asked, thank you, yes, it's a good service. It was sent in by Graham Roebuck. Thank you, Graham, it's Yahoo Answers user Roy, who asks, my son has a microwave in his room? My son is 10 and I found a microwave in his room while cleaning. It has a $10 sticker from Salvation Army. It's one of those old dial microwaves with a bell in it. It is plugged in and just sitting on his desk. <laughs> As opposed to what? Yeah, he's also got a desk, which is nice. What would a 10-year-old have a microwave for? I don't want him to think I'm not respecting his privacy, so I just want to know if it's anything bad before I talk to him about it. <laughs> folks, what? folks, folks. We get sent in a lot of Yahoos, and I use like 0.5% of them. Let this be the mold. Let this be the lens through which all future Yahoos are judged. It is a delicious, honest, earnest, delicious morsel. It is sumptuous. Hey, listen, I know if you were listening earlier, you were here for Schmanners. You heard me talk about respecting kids. You don't have to respect a 10-year-old's privacy. Yeah. This kid's got a fucking microwave in his room. Yeah. That is what has come of you respecting yeah. his privacy. That's how you got here, is like... Hey, Dad, I'm going out to Salvation Army. Got cruise and bargains. Well, you're 10. Oh, anyway, bye. Bye. I will have to say, though, I respect $10 microwave. That's a bargain. That's Your a good kids bargain. That's a good buy. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What isn't he doing with it? It's far too much power. It's far too Literally. much. Literally. Yeah, but also figuratively, it's far too much power. I mean, he's 10 years old, and it's a very destructive device. What won't he do? He can microwave anything, and you can't say shit about it. Yeah. It's in his room. That's his, that's his place to microwave whatever he wants. 
you're going to finish that meatloaf, Derek. Or No, I'm just going to heat up some mac and cheese Good. in my room. Derek. Oh, oh cool. Derek, come on down. I've, I've made a, a Parmesan chicken. Uh, actually, Patricia, why don't you come up here? I've got... <laughs> I've, I've, made made, a, I've made Easy Mac uh, for, and I can make I've got some serving. bird's eye veggies. Yeah. I'm not going to eat them, but if you want them. Yeah. I've made a, um, a Hungry Boy meal. <laughs> I have a selection of Hungry Boy meals. I've that I got in my up. mini fridge that I got. That I also have. Carving. I'm setting up a new life away from you, Patricia. <laughs> I'm my own man now. I'd like you to meet my wife, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> But she, she works at the she, Salvation Army. She loves my cooking, <laughs> for starters. Never turn her nose up at a Hungry Boy meal. <laughs> this kid rules. This kid He's kicks so, ass, so yeah. Cool. Such a cool kid. God, I want this kid on the show instead. Yeah, what are you doing with that microwave, kid? Answer this, the, give us a secret. This is like if on blank check, the kid was like, ah, a blank check, and wrote $100. <laughs> Enough for a microwave and meals for all my friends. <laughs> he did it. He's living the dream. He eats it his time. <laughs> Everyone on Yahoo is very supportive of this child. It's the only sort of, it's the only sort of collaborative good I've ever seen committed by this website. Uh, for my job, I take care of four large... Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Pitbull's bite user... User Pitbull's Bite, yikes, to begin with, uh, just said, drugs, dot, 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 Oh, my heroin's cold. So good. For my job, I take care of four large robots... Huh. Tweety, Sylvester, Merlin, and Da Vinci. Most of the time, they're good robots. But they also have a tendency to drop things, thus halting... Like the, babies. <laughs> thus halting the day's work if no one is watching them. That means I end up sitting in front of them, just watching them go in case something goes wrong. But this also means I'm sitting alone in a corner on my phone, looking like I'm not working for most of the day. How do I convince my coworkers that robot babysitting is a valid part of my job and I'm not just wasting time? That's from Robot Wrangler in Richmond. Are you here? Okay. All right. All right. So Let's, who's watching the robots? Yeah. That's a huge, huge question. Um, could we just once, like, just try to be... This is, I think, the first of what are sure to be uh, a long line and, and ever-increasing number of questions about robot interactions that we're sure to have in the oncoming years. And I would just make sure we have a respectful tone that we can feel good about, no matter sort of who's running the show... If you know what I mean. Mm. Wink, wink. Okay. All right. We're good. So, first off, robots. Lucky you. Uh, how I, cool. How cool. And uh, merciful. And safe and merciful. <laughs> what, what is... Okay. I know your job is robot babysitting, but what is your job? Yeah. Where do you work? That's how, what? What? No, I robot get no, it. Yeah, we got that for sure. You just watch the robots to make sure they don't drop. But what are they thing. doing otherwise? Like what? You're not just watching the robot. The job can't just be there's some robots there holding things until you look Actually, away. Let me say, I am glad that there's four robots on Earth that I don't have to worry about. 
If the job is literally just, these are four robots that would scare Griffin extremely badly if he knew how much raw crushing power they had, you need to watch them and make sure they don't, you know, become self-aware. But they already are, because when you look away, they drop it. No. I, like, they see a sneeze coming on, and they're like, ah, 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 and let me say, the robots are infallible. They drop things because uh, you made them too slippery. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Clarify. You it know, happens all the time. Okay. I am... Uh, I, I, I think it's too often we forget that although the robots will take a lot of jobs, for every four jobs they take, they create one job <laughs> of a person to watch them do that, which is nice. There will be a, one steady career path for as long as that idea is meaningful, and that is robot slaver, I guess. And now, what's the downside? There is one, is that you will be the first. Yeah. I mean, like, you the understand, real like, in the mine shaft. Yeah, yeah, you will be the first with your back against the wall when the revolution comes, no You'll, questione. <laughs> last employed, first destroyed. Thank you, right. yes. <laughs> Correct, which is huge. Which is huge. Um, You'll have a steady supply of sprockets. <laughs> yes. Um, and then Jeff. Uh, I've got an, a sort of Yahoo Junior, a okay. mini Yahoo that I don't think is going to provide much. There's not much meat on the bone, but boy, howdy, I like it. I got a lot sent in this time that could have all been closers, but we're only doing the two shows this tour. So uh, that's why I'm doing this. Michelle sent this one, and it's Yahoo Answers user Sir Fractious who asked. Do you ever buy raspberries and think, this fruit reminds me of Spider-Man? Yeah? All the time. Yeah, I get that. It, be, because he loves raspberries? Yeah. Imagine him trying to get that past the mask, though. That would be tough. <laughs> Smushing it, it, it keeps the seeds out. That's so nice. nice. It's huge. Uh, One time when I was a kid, I had an entire bottle of Spider-Man vitamins. I don't remember if they were raspberry flavored, and I do remember I lived, and I do remember we didn't go to the hospital, which seems weird in hindsight now that I'm sitting here <laughs> thinking about it, because I ate the whole jar, and God, they were good. They used to make vitamins so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. There should be some kind of gamified app now that let, like that says, good job not eating the whole jar of gummy vitamins. Because oh, it's just candy. It's bathroom candy. Uh, <laughs> Ali, that's, that's literally what we call it in our household. Uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's a big Yahoo. Okay. Uh, sent in by Ali. Thank you. It's Yahoo Answers user. No name. That's their name. So. Oh, and they have a 1% rating. Uh, yeah, 1% best answers. They have negative eight points this week, but keep on. You, Hang you, in there, folks. Yeah, you Always miss, darkens before the dawn. You miss every shot you don't take. Um, no Name asks, people used to call me dude. Now they call me sir. Why? Did you stop living that dude life? Yeah. Stop living the dude life. Sounds like a fucking Billy Joel tune, to be honest. <laughs> Everybody used to call me dude. Now they, 
everybody calls me sir. <laughs> Just because I abandoned my t-shirt for a white button-down shirt. <laughs> Traded in my beat-up VW for a brand new BMW. Call me what you want, but I would prefer if you just call me the dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a bad song anyway. <laughs> I actually think your version was better. It was actually it's better. It's a much better. better song. It made a lot more sense yeah. than the original. It could be your manifesto and it would still be better than the original. You know, that was so fun, writing that song for y'all on Spur of the Moment. Sometimes that uh, incredible talent that um, my friend Lynn and I share, of being able to improvise <laughs> songs in the moment, is not so great. Uh, we flew in to, uh, me and, and my immediate family flew into San Jose, and we arrived at 10.30 p.m. here, which to me was 1.30 at home, and which to my kids was hell. And they were demons, and I was just in it. And I got finally laid down at about midnight or three o'clock my time, put my head on the bed at the hotel that we're staying at. You nice try, perverts. I uh, put my head on the pillow, and I'm like about to drift off to dream, and my brain's like, Justin, hey, Justin, are you still up? <laughs> so actually, Brain, I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and my brain's like, okay, well, um, check this out. If you like imported manga, <laughs> and is, hey, Justin, is that anything? <laughs> I said, um, I don't think so, Brain. And my brain's like, are you sure? Listen, if you like imported manga, it could be something, right? I don't actually think so, Brain. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's make a deal. I'm just going to repeat that for the next 45 minutes. And then we'll see if we get just even like a second line of that parody. Just a, just a single rhyme. Just a single rhyme to, if you like imported manga, and maybe it's a whole thing that you could do. But anyway, I'll keep working on it. You just lay there awake for sure, and I'll see what I can cook up for you. And it turned out the answer was nothing, friends. There's not a second line to that uh, that tune. Nothing. The came second of that. line is, "Let me sleep, goddamn it!" Fucking sleep, please. Although we just got some good content out of it, so thank you, brain. Thank you, brain. Good job, brain. Here's another question. <clears throat> My boyfriend and I recently moved into a new condo. We were very lucky because the previous owner replaced all of the appliances before selling, including adding a built-in wine cooler. But here's the problem. <laughs> Neither of us likes wine. In fact, we both hate it. <laughs> what should we use our wine cooler for since it won't be cooling wine anytime soon? And that's from, I like this, drawing a Sauvignon Blanc. That's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, good. Are you here? Thank you. All right. That came from two different parts of the audience, definitely, but someone is here, and that's all that matters. This seems like such an obvious answer because you can say, like, you know, uh, some sodi pops or whatever, but if a friend walks into your place... With an itty-bitty waist. 
and a round thing in your face. Yeah, sure. If a friend walks into your place and sees your wine cooler full of Diet Mountain Dew, you're done here in this town professionally. You could put some bottles of grape juice in there, and if they go to open it, you say, like, oh, not yet! (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) What's Uh, something else not... What about... I'm trying to think of something equally classy, like stinky cheese. Capri Sun, get out of here. This is not the audience participation. Go home. Capri Suns are also this big. Yeah. You couldn't put one, wait, one Capri Sun and say it's the last one on Earth. It's the last one. This is a, it's a Faraday cage. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, you could use it if, (laughs) if you have food in your refrigerator that's been bad, you can use it like a sort of food jail. What's yeah, a, why do you have bologna in your wine cooler? It knows what it did. It, everything in a wine cooler is like 50 degrees. So you, if someone's like, hey, do you want your uh, pad thai hot or cold? Like, no, not really. You just put it in there and it can be like, oh, this is, this is really neither of those. Excellent. Great. Un- how unappealing. And unsafe. Excellent. You could... Okay, like, stop. 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 This isn't Yahoo Answers. This is, why, this is why we don't allow yelling, because one person said chocolate, which is nothing, and another person said bees, which is everything. <laughs> hey, why don't you use your wide cooler? Oh, I, I can't open that. I can never open no. it. I am afraid to jostle it. No, no, that's a beehive. <laughs> and you're a buffoon. <laughs> that's that's clearly... an air-conditioned bee condo now. Yes, thank you. Uh, you could put wine in it and not touch it, but just be like, it's decorative. <laughs> it's weight-bearing. <laughs> so that's a load-bearing wine cooler. You, um, c- you could put wine in there for guests. Yeah. It's if, not funny, but I might come visit, and I like wine. Yeah. If you're and I want to know there's going to be wine there when I get there. That is perfectly cooled or warm, <laughs> depending on, I don't know. I've never had it, but I'm excited to try it. I hear it's just like stinky juice. <laughs> I would, that would be actually a, a, a fantastic move. It's like, oh, would, you, uh, would you like a glass of wine? Oh, yeah, excellent. Um, what kinds do you have? Uh, bottle. Uh, this one has got a bird on it. Is that anything? Uh, I'll take that one. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so I just kind of, what, just smash it? <laughs> I kind of break the top off with a, a, some sort of mallet? What's the deal here? What's the story with this? Uh, that's a fun, fun sketch. That's good. It's a good sketch. Jim. <laughs> No, 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 you'll mess me up. Stop, everybody, stop. I want to munch. I want to munch. As everybody noticed, April Fool's Day just came and went. That was actually the day that my brain kept me up because we flew on April 1st. That's a great joke. That's its joke. Um, but it's been a little different for this week's Munch Squad. It's a podcast within a podcast about the latest and greatest in brand eating. 
And uh, I want to talk about some of the April Fool's skits. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> all the uh, different brands did. This is going to be tough because anything you've ever talked about in this segment could pass as an April Fool's Day <laughs> skit. That's what I want to do with this is um, kind of set the barometer. Yeah. You know, for where... So 7-Eleven... Oh. If any of these are less wild than, than a Peeps donut, then... So 7-Eleven is going to do an avocado toast Slurpee. Good. It's good. I gotta give this one I bet up. I, you know who will love that? Millennials. <laughs> one, once more, Griffin. Millennials. So they went to um, checkers and rallies, and someone, the president of the company, said, "We needed a good joke." And someone at the company said, "I got one." Unseasoned fries. <laughs> I like that one actually quite a bit. But that's because sometimes too salty. Too salty. Very funny though. I think <laughs> we can all agree. Very funny. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts, or sorry, Dunkin'. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts is my dad. <laughs> Dunkin'. Dunkin' hat did, said they did a donut so big you can use it as a cup holder. For their coffee. <laughs> Hardee's is hiring a. Listen to this one, folks. You're about to bust, bust your fucking sides clean open. Hardee's is hiring a CBO. That's Chief Biscuit Officer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to believe this one is a joke. Jersey Mike's is advertising a stack sub. That's two subs on top of each other. <laughs> Whoa! Griffin had a heart attack! Ah! It was too funny! The jokes are too dank! <laughs> McDonald's Australia is advertising the McPickle burger. That's a burger that's all pickles. Okay, actually, wait. The, the punchline of this is when it was announced as a joke, people lost their fucking minds. Because yeah. they wanted all those low-grade pickles, and they wanted to chew a bunch of them at the same time. <laughs> McDonald's Canada is offering McNugget singles. <laughs> <laughs> For when you just want one <laughs> nugget. <laughs> McDonald's Germany is doing <laughs> a Big Mac-flavored smoothie. <laughs> McDonald's is doing uh, this is actually pretty good. That's brilliant. They're doing shake sauce for fries, so you can dip it that's in like good, a little. Actually. Okay, that's of... definitely a backdoor pilot, though, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be funny? Yeah. Oh, that be weird. What do you think? Here's the one that really, like, really fucking bothers me. <laughs> Oreo said, "Hold on, I got one," and they run up to the mic all wild. <laughs> And they're like, listen, I got one. Shh, everybody shut up, listen. What if we did a cookie where the cream was on the outside, the cookie's in the middle? <laughs> no, but like, the cookie's normally on the outside. Someone gets paid to do that. Uh, uh, here, my personal favorite. I'm thinking about the logistics of that. It's a lot. Uh, From a fulfillment standpoint. 
my personal favorite, and you all aren't going to believe this one was a was a real joke, but um, Carl's Jr. invented um, the vape cup. <laughs> the science of this. They they did the damn thing, folks. <laughs> that that is actually solid. The science of this is legit. Basically, it's a straw where the juice is in the middle and the battery's at the bottom. So when you inhale your drink, your, your, your soda, you also are going to get just a huge blast of vape. You're just going to vape right into your own body. Hey, here's three words. Pop-Tarts ravioli. Maybe I would argue a Pop-Tart is already ravioli. Yeah, redundant a bit. Red Lobster is doing Twizzler straws. What? Red Lobster's doing Twizzler straws as an eco-friendly alternative to plastic straws. That's fucking a good idea. Yes. So anyway. <laughs> Everything's terrible. This, this is my favorite. This, this place I never heard of called the Stonefire Grill. <laughs> a bottle of white. A bottle of red. Why don't you call me the this dude actually, instead? It, it, there it, it is. has a fucking bird on it. It's Paul. If you're listening later, Paul has brought us wine, and he is a hero. Uh, I want to. While Paul, <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> drink that spit wine now, Griffin. Um, while while Paul is pouring. Um, I have white in here, Paul, but if you want to pour some red on top of it. Make it a blush. Make it a blush. Um, if you want to pour some red wine into my real? Stella. Yeah, please. Uh, Stonefire Grill, which I've never heard of, tweeted, it's time to move on to new menu items, and we have to get rid of some old favorites to make room. This is the last week to enjoy our freshly baked breadsticks. <laughs> so that was their joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we're not going to make breadsticks. <laughs> Anymore. I mean, like if McDonald's is like, hey, everyone, Grimace fucking died. <laughs> JK, he's immortal. Yeah. There are so many of there on there that you haven't said. I'm just. What is wrong? How much time did they spend developing these when they could have been making their food taste good? <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, those are the highlights of the... Of the I'm just fun. thinking about that two sandwiches stacked on... Can you fucking imagine? God, the coffee bean, uh, their fucking April Fool's gag was announcing that they would be replacing pellet-shaped ice with regular ice cubes. You gotta be deep in the fucking coffee so bean deep, fandom right? to yeah, let that one sink hard. in. Yeah, you're hard. Hey guys, this is Griffin, and I'm going to do the ads by myself this time. Um, the boys said that they trusted me. They said they thought I could do a good job, and so they handed me the reins. So let's ride this uh, monetized horse together. Uh, both our sponsors this week are things that I have sort of interfaced with today in a physical and meaningful level. The first is MeUndies, and my connection with them should be obvious and erotic, uh, they are the underwear company that makes really, really, just really good stuff. 
um, not just underwear. They make, you know, they they got pajamas and they got uh, lounge pants, all kinds of great stuff too. Um, but they just had a new sort of scientific development that we're all very excited about. I read it in Scientist Magazine. They have figured out MeUndies that are boxer briefs, but they got to fly. Can you imagine the possibilities? What can you even keep in there other than your stuff? I don't know. It's time for you to figure it out, though, by yourself. I trust you to, to go on this journey. Uh, they got that coveted micromodal fabric that is three times softer than cotton. They got you multiple style options for whatever you want to wear. And you can get 15% off your first pair and free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee and a fly on your freaking boxer briefs if you go to MeUndies.com slash brother. That's MeUndies.com slash brother. Also, I want to tell you about Quip. Now, this is a tool that you put in your mouth to get your teeth feeling so good, looking so good, uh, getting all the germs and diseases off of them and the stuff that we call plaque that we hate so much. You can get all that shit off with Quip because they are uh, toothbrushes that are designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. I enjoy using my Quip. It's got a sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough for your sensitive gums, and a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. It's uh, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. It's got thousands of verified five-star reviews. How about this? Thousands and one. Five stars. I like my Quip a lot. Uh, it travels really easily, too. It's got a little holster that you can stick on your mirror or whatever, what have you, and then you can just put the, the toothbrush right in that and take it as a little travel case. It's awesome. It's backed by over 20,000 dental professionals, and it starts at just $25. If you go to getquip.com slash mybrother right now, you can get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's uh, your first refill pack for free and a toothbrush at getquip dot com slash mybrother. I'm pretty sure we do the rest of our programming stuff at the end of the live show here at San Jose. Thank you so much, San Jose and Salt Lake City. You two uh, cities were fucking great to us, and we will uh, definitely make some time to get back there uh, and and do some more shows. Uh, If listening to this makes you want to come see us, uh, well, then good news. We have just announced our first sort of big tour, our first sort of big tour that we're doing. It is the McElroy Family Presents Become the Monster Tour 2019. Uh, all the tickets for all of the, the dates I'm about to mention uh, are going to go on sale April 12th at 12 p.m. That's noon Eastern time. We usually do it local time at this time. All of them are going on sale at noon Eastern time, April 12th. That is this week. That is this uh, Friday. Uh, we are going to be doing, uh, in May, Mabimbam in Cleveland and Cincinnati. In June, we're doing uh, Mabimbam in Nashville and Taz in Nashville. And we are doing Mabimbam in Indianapolis. In August, we're doing Taz and Mabimbam in Atlanta. And uh, at the September 1st, actually, the tail end of that tour, we're doing Mabimbam in Orlando. Then in September, Mabimbam in Washington, D.C. and Pittsburgh. Then in October, we're doing uh, Mabimbam in Philadelphia. And then uh, Taz and Mabimbam in Brooklyn and then finally in November uh, we got Tasma Bim Bam in Chicago and Mabim Bam in Minneapolis so it's like the most we've ever announced at one time and we're going to be going all over the country oh one important thing to mention and we're trying to be very sort of uh, uh, upfront about this all of the live Tazes we are not sort of guaranteeing that it's going to be a balanced show I know that's what we've been doing traditionally but um 
we we're going to be mixing it up probably on this tour with the Adventure Zone. So uh, if you if you want to come to those shows, just know that they may not be the Taz Balance uh, characters that you know. They may be some new stuff. We've we've been trying some new stuff with Taz lately, and it's been a lot of fun. So uh, all of those shows, you can find the dates and places and all that shit and ticket links at themacroy.family. Um, and they will have links available to where you can get tickets. One last time, this Friday, April 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So do not miss it. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let you get back to the rest of the show. Bye. Hi, I'm the JV Club Podcast, Janet Varney, and I used to suffer from indecision. I couldn't choose between Star Wars and Star Trek, whether to call or text, or the best way to cook my eggs. But now, thanks to my weekly dose of We Got This on Maximum Fun, my decisions are made for me. Thanks, Mark and Hal. Warning, We Got This may cause shouting, phone throwing, the illusion that the hosts can hear you, laughter on public transit, and death. We Got This with Mark and Hal. We know what's best. All right, I got a Yahoo. I'm another Yahoo Junior here. And it is sitting by Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user uh, who I'm going to call Grimace, who asks... Hunting, colon, we are getting pizza for dinner? (laughs) This is the body of the Yahoo answer message. Hey guys, it's Gary. I re- it's very important that you let me complete the combo. Hunting, we are getting pizza for dinner? Hey guys, it's Gary, we are getting pizza. My parents, my four siblings, and my brother's girlfriend, and of course, my grandpa and grandpa, since they live here, all will be eating Pizza Hut. <laughs> The question is, if I'm reading this correctly, hunting, what does that... The question is, we are getting pizza for dinner? And the rest of us are like, wait, are you? The rest of us are like, wait, who is? Who is and are you? Hey guys, it's Gary. Oh, thank God. We didn't know who it was. What are you doing, Gary? Who is this mysterious stranger who's wandered onto my computer? What are you doing? We're getting pizza. Oh, God, Gary, this is a a roller coaster. (laughs) Who is this this person opens up Yahoo Answers is like, what? Huh? Who's, hey, Becky, who do we know that's getting pizza? I just got a text message from someone that says hunting, getting pizza. Oh, it's Gary. Never mind. It's fine. Gary and also, from down the street. No, Gary from Yahoo. Oh, Gary from oh. Answers. <laughs> Is there any response? Uh, there's a few. Um, Pearl L says, that sounds like fun. <laughs> there, is a, there is absolutely a part of me where... Anytime I hear about anyone getting pizza, there is a part of me that's like, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go, Gary. Let's go, let's go, Gary. Am I related to Gary? Do I have a sibling named Gary? In with that pizza hookup? Shit. Uh, Here's a real Yahoo. Jesus Christ. That was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's a Yahoo Answers user 
Meme, or perhaps meme, meme, tickle, farsan. Who asks? Ugh, I shouldn't have had Paul mix the red and the white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... There's a reason people don't do that. This person asks, how do I force my cat to have dinner with me? Man, yep. I get it. You know, your busy schedules don't always line up. And yeah. You try to make plans with friends and... Suddenly you're sleeping in separate beds. <laughs> you and the cat. Yeah. Um, how do I force my cat to have dinner with me? It's going to be uh, tough. Uh, yeah. They're sort of programmed to explicitly not do this one thing. <laughs> this one specific act. The problem is you shouldn't let the cat get a microwave in its own room. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's heating up its own meals, living its own life. doesn't need you anymore. I, well, I would say uh, maybe rethink your approach. You know where the cat's eating dinner. Mm. You join the cat. Yes. Well, don't make it all about you. Get down there. on the Just dump your <laughs> spaghetti on the floor yeah. in a messy pile. Oh. What, what are you having, Bonkers? Cool, cool. Ah, bah, 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 bah. I, I really need to dust these floorboards, huh, Bonkers? Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. <laughs> you guys, just checking. You say the food that you're eating the whole time that you're eating it, right? <laughs> so, wait, wait. Especially when I'm recording a podcast. Okay, It's cool. important. Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. You, could, uh, you should do that, do that and then wear a cat mask and be like, <laughs> what do you guys hate about Brian? <laughs> <laughs> What's your um, least favorite thing about him? That big, dumb human that we all love? No, no. no. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Tolerate. Tolerate, Brian. Can I try some of yours? <laughs> oh, I like this stinky pate you've got yeah. here. Oh, and I see Brian served it on a crystal dish. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this, see, this is just another reason why we all hate <laughs> Brian. Is that where we're at? All right. That's a little I suspected. Let's get out of here, you and I. I see the Fancy Feast commercial where they serve the stink pate on the crystal dish, and I think, that looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> but then I smell it, and I'm immediately turned off, and I'm not a cat. Yeah. Can you imagine the betrayal that they yeah. must feel every time? Because you have to serve it in the crystal dish. More than that, Griffin, the thing that I always feel most upset about is in those commercials, there's always like a little tiny like accent leaf or something on it. And somebody had to put that there and then look at themselves in a mirror later. Yeah. <laughs> Can hey, you... so what do you do for a living? I'm the person who puts the leaf next I to the make, pate. I make the feasts fancy. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of my whole thing. Uh, I look forward to the robot apocalypse. Yeah, so more, yeah more than anybody. Uh, Should we jump to uh, audience questions? Right. Yes. So we got some sent in ahead of time. Hi, I'm Christian. Hi, Christian. Hi, Christian. Get, get right up on that microphone if you do Great. not mind. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> How do I get over the guilt of having to put pins in a cartoon character's butt? Yeah, right up in the mic. Right just up in the really microphone. And if we can turn it more, yeah, if you want to turn it, if we get a little bit more Christian in our in our our. I make character costumes for theme parks for a living. Cool. So neat. when children pull on tails, they don't pull out the whole back of the character. Uh -huh. tear, tear away. I love. I that. have to put Velcro in their butthole. Okay. Yeah. 
And I feel bad about putting pins in their butt. Why? Now, hold on. Is there a human being inside of the suit when this happens? No. Okay. Yeah, I can't believe... I can't believe... I, can't... I can't believe I needed that clarified. <laughs> that would be the wildest sort of stipulation to put, I can't work without a human in the suit. <laughs> How do I even know where the butt is? Yeah. You know, you are looking at three human beings who have all done costumes, character work. Oh, my God. Have we ever talked about this on the show before? Yeah, I'm sure we talked about when we were all a cow, cow bunga. Not at once. Not at That'd once. That'd be weird. We all had our turn in the Ironton Memorial Day Parade wearing the ice vest and pretending to be a cow bunga, the WTCR cow mascot. Yeah, having your, uh, your, <laughs> your high school cohorts run up and pull on your teats is a fun... <laughs> No, my favorite experience was walking around the uh, Tri-State Hunting and Fishing Show and having a grown adult say, I'm going to hunt you. Sick. Which is fun, because it's a cow? Good hunting there. Good hunting. Enjoy your Pizza Hut. You, okay. I know you've been very careful not to say where you work. uh, Or the exact characters that we're dealing with here. Uh, I can say the IP. Okay. I mostly make DreamWorks characters. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Listen, let's go at Justin Travis and I could just carte blanche. You have permission to whatever characters we end up portraying in Trolls 2, you can put Velcro wherever you... No problem. In fact, I'll make your life easier and say I will tell the director to make my character canonically have a tearaway butt. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they did make one of the trolls fart glitter at a park. Hell yeah! It's extremely good. Was that Guy Diamond? It's gotta yeah. be Guy, Guy Diamond. Guy, yeah. Guy Diamond, of course. <laughs> Guy Diamond's the best of the trolls. Um, uh, so, so the boss baby's tail keeps falling off. <laughs> uh, I, it sounds like you're providing a service. That's not that something you should feel guilt about. You're keeping people's butts from a falling off. A physician doesn't feel bad when they sew someone's butt back on. I... <laughs> It's just kind of awkward having to pull the fabric through the hole, too, with my whole arm in there. No, yeah, I mean, you don't... Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Get, I mean, giving Shrek a prolapse is not, like, anybody's great idea of a Sunday afternoon. Well, now, Griffin... Now, hold on, actually, I've been on the internet. It's a lot of people's idea of a great afternoon. <laughs> but, um... You gotta just put a bag over Shrek's head, I guess, and pretend... Yeah, don't make eye contact, I think, is Don't make key. eye contact with Shrek. Does that help? Absolutely. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey. Let's go over to this side. Hello. Hello. Yes, move the microphones. Yeah, I think they were just moved there to make it easier for people to... Hello. 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 What's your name? Ella. Hi, Ella. Hi, I just fell down some stairs on the way down. Oh, shoot, are you okay? Are you okay? So good. Did it? Was it a cool fall? No. <laughs> Do you need some ice? <laughs> Do you, Do you are need you okay? Any ice? Sorry. Do you need any ice or anything? We'll edit this part out. There's probably not any in the building. I have some Tylenol up in my backpack. Could somebody who works here get some ice for Ella? Is that possible? No, I'm fine. Oh my god, I'm fine. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Hey, here's um, one of the fun things that we love to have people say right when they start their audience question is like, (laughs) I suffered. No, it's like it's so. No, it's like a really funny thing where it's kind of like. I do not hold the McElroy brothers liable for any injury. Right. That I yeah. It's just like a fun 
It's like a joke. Yeah, kind of an in-joke just for us and our lawyers. for us to have. Yeah, and this is a weird sort of, like, role reversal, but can we have your autograph on a very specific... This document? A document. You all signed your waivers before you came in, right? I did sign some headshots. Oh, oh, actually, I will take that, Ella. Yeah, we can Photoshop that signature onto another thing. Uh, That's how I always sign my liability waivers, too, (laughs) with just, oh, and here's a picture. Yeah. So, uh, your question, Ella. Yes. Okay, so I work nights at a pizza place, and we have, you know, arcade fun time stuff. Nice. Okay. Super. And that includes a candy crane that is unreasonably difficult and is like a play until you win sort of thing. And like you try, fail, try, fail, and just keeps going and keeps playing this like insanely loud, obnoxious music. Does that have Tootsie Rolls in it? Yes. Don't you hate it when it says try until you win and that counts? Yeah. (laughs) That seems like garbage. It also has some really good lollipops and also some really like... That's a win. That's a win. Okay, sorry, Ella. Anyway... Um, so a lot of times kids will like load in like several rounds of, you know, playing and like fail too long and then their pizza comes and so they abandon ship and the music just keeps going and And going. And it's Ella time, right? (laughs) And it's really... Is it like, is the music like, Ella, get the fuck over here and get this kid's candy. Yeah. It's yours for taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This dumbass left his credits on the machine. Yeah. Come and get what you owed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a siren song. You didn't truly. get that raise, and this is how we make it up to you. Yeah. Uh, so, go so, on. Sorry, we'll stop like, it It'll keep blaring through the whole. It's a small building, and like everyone starts to like like crew and just people in the building you can see people start to like slowly lose their goddamn minds uh-huh. and so like, like any job yeah or any pizza experience and so to kill the beast I'll like take a moment to go over and try to win and yeah. it usually takes me a few bits and especially if they've loaded in like four or five plays but I do it I'm diligent and <laughs> thank you yes Let's hear for Ella's hardworking commitment. Yes. Thank you. Pizza Port of Morro Bay, you're welcome. Um, but anyway, so I win sometimes a kind of lot of candy. Brag. Which I kind of want. You're dope at the game, yeah. Stand yeah. your truth. Yeah. Super good. Um, but then, like, sometimes the families will just be, like, at a nearby table and kind of just, like, watching me do their okay. hard work for them. Okay, yeah. And, like... I usually, instead of, like, taking it out immediately, just, like, leave it in the machine. Like, oh, I didn't want it. Oh, And then come back later. Don't worry. Don't worry. I come back later. Did you? Can I ask? Yes. Did you want it? Yes. (laughs) Then I would say, uh, swing hard the other way. Unwrap it with direct (laughs) eye contact. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Because that's nice, because they didn't win candy, but they won a lesson. Yeah. True. Here's what I would do, Ella. Get the huge handful of candy and just throw it over a table of children and say, my name is Ella, now I'm your God. (laughs) You you work for me now. (laughs) One of the first instances of it, I, like, took the candy out and then panicked, and so I threw it away in front of them. Awesome. Best imaginable scenario. Yes. Yes. Did you look at them and say, this is the world, this is the world. (laughs) You work hard for nothing. I, I love, you could just keep your pockets full of it and have a little Fagin-style yes. army that works for you, just paying off, like, informants. 
Like, hey, go listen to what Meg's talking about in the break room there. I don't trust her. <laughs> All right, that's super. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I win. I get my candy. You win either way. You either get candy or cold, hard facts that you can leverage against your coworkers. Hey, does anybody else in this room want candy so bad? So right now, bad? yes. I'm and, thinking about the pizza. Yeah. Damn. I'm thinking about the fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls right now, and it's the first time I've ever found them desirable. We don't. We don't have those. Only the. Only the classic. Oh well, those are garbage. True. Those uh, are the only ones I've not actually like gone ahead and eaten eventually. Yeah. Good. They're I trash. leave them on the counter for the openers. That's where they belong. Uh, does that help? Yeah. All thank right. You guys. I don't think we said anything <laughs> helpful, but thank you. Can we get? Uh, Let's get uh, one more in the queue. Sam, 102D14. Uh, come on down to this microphone, if you please. Hello. Hello. What's up? Uh, my dad offered me weed, and I... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. What's your, what's your name? And now that you're telling us now, it's kind of like a... You're probably wondering how I got into this. <laughs> my name is Fawn, and... um. Fawn, yeah. can you scoot up to the mic just a little bit? Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's good. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, my dad offered me weed, and I wonder... <laughs> Shame on me for thinking there would be more to the story than that. So your dad offered you weed. Uh, and he... Okay, I, I'm wondering if this is a trap to, like... <laughs> oh! <laughs> a literal honey pot. Honey pot, that's good. Thank you. Now, if my dad offered you weed, yes. <laughs> but is your dad cool? Can your dad hang? Mm-mm. Oh, fun. That does follow my life lesson of know thy dad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wait, wait. this is a primo trap, right? There's, yeah. I can't think of any other scenario, unless the only way it makes sense is if your dad is like Matthew McConaughey, like literally like that level of like. Yeah. Uh, your dad isn't Matthew McConaughey, is he? Was he in Manfred Mann's Earth Band at any time? <laughs> Paul loved that fucking joke. <laughs> um, Fawn, just so I can understand the sequence of events, okay? Your dad said, Fawn, do you want some weed? And you said, let me think about it. I have to go to a podcast. <laughs> is that basically how it shook out? Well, okay, this has actually happened uh, like several times. Okay. <laughs> Does he seem more and more insistent each time? A do you bit. want some weed? <laughs> this feels like a murder mystery where if I ask you the right question, the story will be revealed to me. <laughs> Did your dad catch you smoking weed once and now he's going to make you smoke a whole carton of weed? <laughs> I've never smoked weed in my life, actually. Oh, I mean, okay. don't... Which is the weird part. Yeah, does, your dad, does your dad... I know you said your dad can't really hang, but do, can you see your dad as the sort of person that did, at one point, have some weed? I should probably mention that he owns a medical marijuana dispensary. <laughs> I feel like if I ask you enough questions, I want to find out where the fucking Lindbergh baby is. Like, what the this, fuck? This is her story, too. <laughs> right, yes. 
Um, <laughs> and, and did I mention he had weed in his hands that he was putting into mine? Yeah. And, and he the, is Matthew McConaughey. He is Matthew McConaughey. And it's definitely Primo Kush. <laughs> this, I, would, I would say if you do not genuinely want to, then a, 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 this is a, a solid no that you can feel confident about. But, but if... But uh, if I could have had my first marijuana experience be with my dad and not in a bathtub in a bathroom with a bunch of basically strangers. I would have gone with the former and my dad is a huge narc. Like, I still would have, the comfort and safety I would have felt in my father's loving bosom as he smoked me out, I would have found Deeply, yeah. deeply just warm and inviting. If As, I if I could have smoked weed with my dad or eaten four gas station cookies and thrown up in a toilet in an alley, a broken toilet in an alley, then I probably would have smoked weed with my dad. Yeah. Clint McElroy. Right. If I you know him. If I'd had the opportunity to look up at someone and ask is this gonna be forever? I'd want it to be my father. <laughs> and instead of a stranger whose answer was, oh, fuck shit out. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> what's, what's forever? What's time? Fuck! No! I've never had weed, so I don't know, but All right, good I'm boy. still waiting for daddy to offer it to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then play catch with me with a big ball of weed. Yeah. That we just um, throw back and forth between our weed mitts. Yeah. Uh, Does that help? Does that help? Uh, yeah, thanks. It helped us. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Sam. Yes. Primo teaser for this question. Yes. Very excited. There's, there's one. Okay. This is another one. These are two object lessons in this episode. We say, give us a one-sentence synopsis of your question. To wet our palates. This if is you what will. Sam wrote. I need to hide an elderly person for about an hour for work. Advice? <laughs> the floor is yours. Uh, so for a bit of clarification, uh, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do work at a retirement community. Great. Uh, For retired assassins? <laughs> you have to hire a... Okay, this is for people touring the facility, so you hire a cool friend who shows up and like, hey, I'm an old person too. I hang here all the time. Well, you seem cool. I'd love it if you stayed here at this old person house. Is that accurate? No. no. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, instead, we have... Uh, what is known as a code pink. Uh, which no bummers, right, Sam? Super no bummers. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's a fun, it's like hide and seek. Uh, and we do have to drill it sometimes. Oh my God. And I have been tasked uh, next week with drilling a code pink, which is a missing elder. Uh, oh, so you hide the elder and say, where that elder go? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually super on board with that. <laughs> so you're, this is You amazing. have to hire your own Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> That's nothing. 
It's something. I could... Sorry. Okay. So, Sam, what are the qualifications you're looking for in a mysterious elderly person? No, (laughs) Sam's not asking about what type of person she should hide. Oh, that's important. A sneaky one, No, wait, this is actually important. Are you going to use a human prop from the stock of elderly people that you have? Yes. Fantastic. (laughs) So, first things first, audition. Yes. Audition. (laughs) Make them curl up in the tightest ball they can form. (laughs) And then, this is important, see how long they can hold that ball. Right, yes. Yeah, they have to be able to just be in one place. Yes. For an hour. For an hour. Who what? can mask their breathing the best? A, an hour in a code pink, an hour is not ideal, really. No, that seems like quite a long time, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Sam, I guess I'm going to be the one to say... Why does it have to be an old person? <laughs> like, I guess, couldn't it be a sticker or <laughs> a turkey or a picture of Sam Rockwell or literally anything? Well, a flag, like flag, a, a like double a dare flag. Yeah, uh, like a flag. You got to hide them in plain sight. Get all the olds together, have them stand in the middle. Are you looking for an old person to, like, cut up their credit cards and fucking <laughs> bolt, smash their cell phone on the ground and run? <laughs> Yeah, hey, I've got an idea. Send them to a movie. It's the perfect crime. What? Your, what? your staff will look all over that building and never find them. Catch me if you can. We've asked you several questions. Please give us the answers to all of them in order. Uh, uh, yes, no. Uh, <laughs> that's all of them. You asked two. I yeah, counted. Correct. Do they have any... Does the old person have any rules? Um... That sentence was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I just want to know, like, I, I could spare an hour. Like, this sounds fun as hell. If I could do some Ethan Hunt old age makeup, just hell like, yeah, it sounds fun. How about record some old person sounds? Put that recorder in like a closet, right? Okay. And then oh. when they get there, you open, and there's the first clue. And then they're gonna follow that. And the first old clue. person comes up behind them and garrots them with piano wire. <laughs> for the oldest trick in the book, idiot. Because I wrote it when I was 10. They're old. Thank you, Travis. Establish the age of the actual human being that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could just go down the list and ask you a number of (laughs) hidey holes that you may or may not have in this building. How wide are the ledges outside the windows? (laughs) Important. You don't know where I'm going with it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You put the old person Can out you, there. Do you, have, <laughs> do you have a koi pond and a snorkel? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a laundry truck they could smuggle onto? Sam, I, I'm going to say two words to you. Grappling hooks? <laughs> Surprisingly in high, high quantity at a retirement community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's all retired Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, fake scarecrow. <laughs> hey, here's, here's a, a good way. You find an old person on the outside. You say, I'm going to hire you for this gig. And if you get caught, you have to stay there. <laughs> for good. That'll make them hard to find. You want a you wanna slippery stay. weasel? It's hard to, hard to lock down? That'll do it. Does that help? Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, we can go ahead and bring that down. Bring those down. Thank you so much. Y'all are beautiful. Beautiful as I imagine. 
Just, we house can't lights, go on please. with the show. Please, house lights are off. Please, we'll please. freak out. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Oh. All right. Oh, we goodbye. Got goodbye. I like the people waving bye You're as going they fade away. into goodbye. the darkness. Bye. Our object permanence is about to... Please turn them down. There's so many. Tell me when they're gone. All right, balcony's gone. They're fading. They no, just turned them back. Gone. No, yay! Okay. All right. Uh, sorry about drumming the table. Um, we, man, this has been so fun. You this has been fucking best. great. Seriously, San Jose, you have been fucking incredible. Fantastic. I, you are back. You're back on the hit list. Yeah, we will. You're on our short list of like amazing two I return can, to places. I will, we will be back in San Jose. Uh, but obviously more expensive. The tickets will be more expensive. Yeah, 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 okay. we'll be back. The first taste is relatively cheap. Yeah. Before fees. Before. It's a whole thing. It's not our fault. Uh, thank you to... Uh, uh, where to start? Paul. We'll start with Paul this Paul. time. Yeah. Thank you to our Paul family. Storm.horse if you want to hear some of Paul's yeah. music. Thank you to our families. Yes. yes. Thank uh. you. Thank you to uh, Amanda, our uh, amazing business manager. Thank you to the City National Civic for having us. This venue kicks ass. Thank you to Sawbones. Thank you to Sawbones and Schmanners for uh, their great work. Uh, Thank you to Griffin for not wearing this exact same shirt, even though you own it. Dude, pack it. I packed it also. Uh, thank you. Uh, if, if you didn't get a chance, there may still be some out there. I don't know if they're selling afterwards, but thank you to Caleb Cleveland for one of the most amazing posters. Yeah, they're so good. We signed a bunch of them. Um, we are, we're leaving bright and early for Salt Lake City tomorrow to continue our just raucous three-day-long tour. Uh, and so we're not going to be hanging out afterwards because we have to go home to our families and then wake up early for a flight. Um, but, uh, I can't, this has seriously been incredible. We did not, we've never played here before. We didn't know what to expect. And you all have completely blown us away. If you've never listened to My Brother, My Brother, Me oh, Before, you may John Roderick and the Long Winter's Feast for a theme song instead of departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Uh, if you never listened to our program, you might not know this, but Griffin does a final Yahoo that we think about and we return to the next week to answer it. And Griffin is going to read one of those for you right now. This one was sent in by Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. There are Sawbones books in the lobby. Thank you. <laughs> Please buy all of them. It's by Yahoo Answers user SO2 who asks... Why does Eminem hide his smile? My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, because your dad's square the lamps. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey everybody, this is J. Keith Van Stratton, host of Go Fact Yourself, a live game show here on the Maximum Fun Network. Make sure to listen to our next episode of Go Fact Yourself with guest Kurt Brownowler. I did a show in Flagstaff, Arizona, where the venue just didn't list that the show existed. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, and I, and it is the smallest crowd that I've ever done a full hour of stand-up for. It was three people. Oh, wow. my God. And Sarah Schaefer. 
Yes, I love crafting. It's my hobby. I have a craft nook in my home. You do? I do. It has all my supplies displayed in an adorable manner. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, that, uh, yes, applause. Applause for a nook. That's Go Fact Yourself here at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts.